1: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women.
2: Yes, it is. It's going to be a great show today, a great interview, because, you know, as women of faith, we are all looking for something, aren't we? More time, more sleep, less prayer. I mean, less stress, more prayer, less anxiety. (laughs) And I I think about... uh, what about control? You know, we, we we all are wanting something, and so we grab this control, and today we have Shannon Popkin with us. You can go to ShannonPopkin.com. She's a writer. She's a speaker. She's a podcaster, a mom, and a wife, and Shannon, welcome to the show. We are so glad that you stayed with us for today. We want to talk about control and how, mm-hmm. I guess, honestly, how we can release control from our heart to God's, right?
1: Yes, man, it's a, it's a topic we don't talk about very much, right? I see you even <laughs> no. like, oh, did we even say the word, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> we, mm. I don't think I've ever been in a Bible study group or a small group where somebody said, you know, please pray for me, I'm really controlling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we want to hold on to our control, that's, that's why we don't say it.
1: <laughs> well, that, that's true, you know, being vulnerable is giving up control, but it's just not a word that we use to describe ourselves. They describe other people. It's sort of like this off uh, you know, off limits topic, but we're going to go there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Let's go there.
2: You know, I think yes, one of the churchy was- kind of Bible words, uh, for control is witchcraft. <laughs> that's a really scary oh. r- word. Um, but yeah. when you think about it, 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 you know, the Bible talks about the works of the flesh and the acts of the flesh and it gives that, that list. And one of them is, is witchcraft. And I think that, you know, that's really about control. It's about when, you know, it, why i teach the girls is whether if you're on a scale of one to ten you might be at a zero and you're just in the acts of the flesh you know you're just controlling that you want to go to taco bell over arby's where your husband wants to go or you know those small things Mm -hmm. but the ultimate like danger zone control is when someone actually does cast a spell on somebody or they you know they go into those witchcraft things or truly trying to control someone and the bible talks a lot about that but Anyway, maybe that uh, that's yeah. probably not the direction you were going, but I think about it. It's a work of the flesh that all of us have to crucify, whether it's on a small scale or all the way on that really big scale where we're truly trying to manipulate others or intimidate them into getting our own way, and we have to crucify all of that.
1: Amen. And I think, you know, those who, who go into witchcraft, they are, um, they're are—they're trying to gain control. They're mm-hmm. trying to leverage the power of Yes. The evil one. Yes. Right? To gain control. But look at look at the examples of the ones who um who were possessed by demons in the mm-hmm. Bible. And mm-hmm. of course we know that happens in our in our day and age too. But in the Bible we can look at like the demoniac who was completely controlled by the enemy. You know? Right. Like that and that is the lure. Mm-hmm. Our enemy would always want to give us like here's how you can have a little more control but look, you've been controlled now by your enemy. trap. And, and so, you know, I've never um, really. I, 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 thankfully, the Lord has kept me from uh, this becoming a problem that grows into something like witchcraft. But sure. I think when I when I first started recognizing my my problem with control. It was news to me. I I did not realize that I was a controlling person. Mm. I, if you would have, you know, put a book like Control Girl, my book Control Girl, in front of me, as a young married person, I would have been like, oh, yeah, I know a few people who could use that, but it wouldn't have been me. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really, um, I think it was when I got married, it was, you know, I had to merge my life with somebody else. Yeah. And I was trying to control everything. Now, I didn't think of it that way. Um, I just wanted everything to turn out right, you know? <laughs> I just felt like I could see how it would go best. Like, I had this, almost like this happy ending really formed in my mind, and I could see what, was, what would cause everything to turn out right. And so, and then I just had to manage all of the contingencies to get us there. I thought <laughs> it as my job. All the details. <laughs> um, Yes. I remember when we first got married, there was uh, a lamp that my, I would always put this little lamp on a table beside the couch. Um, It looked best in the middle of the table. And I come into the room and my husband had once again moved the lamp (laughs) over closer for, I mean, silly him. He wanted to use the lamp so that the light would fall on his reading material. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't care about that. I just wanted the lamp, the lamp to the night. And so it was almost like this tug of war with the lamp. And I was getting mad. I was getting bent out of shape over this stupid lamp. I mean, it was just the little minutia things in life. Like we talked about in an earlier episode, I really struggled with perfectionism. I wanted oh. to be perfect. I wanted my surroundings to be perfect. Uh, and I think one, one of the things we've noticed with COVID is all of the oh. anger issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the anger, people are more angry. Yes. Um, there's more, I think studies have shown there's more rage rage. There's, mm-hmm. like, we're all just a little more angry. And I think it's because of the things that are slipping out of our control. Yeah. We've really lost a lot of control with COVID or, you know, Seemingly, we had control. I think it was a facade in the first place uh, as COVID was, you know, trying to show us that we weren't in control. Right. Um, But that's kind of, that was my revelation too, Jennifer. I remember anger was something I was definitely aware of in my life. I knew that I, was, I had anger issues. I was constantly struggling with anger. I would ask my friends to pray for me mm. about my anger. I was reading books about anger. Yeah. And then uh, I remember one day I was driving in the car and I was listening to Dee Breston on the radio, a radio show, Just uh-huh. kind of like this one. <laughs> and she was talking about how there are these surface-level sins, like dashboard indicators that we're aware of. We see them. But often they're fueled by uh, what she calls the sin beneath the sin. Yeah. And she talked about the sin of control and how control is like this core level, sin beneath the sin kind of sin. And it was the first time I had ever tied something beneath my anger. So anger was my dashboard sin, you mm-hmm. know, I, and I knew I was angry. Mm-hmm. But what I did not realize is my anger was being fed by this deep under underlying desire to control everything. And I was mad that I couldn't control it. I was trying to, I would even use my anger to try and get control. Yeah. And so that, after that, it was sort of an epiphany moment after that radio episode. I remember over the next uh, weeks and months just asking myself when I would feel the anger rising, I would ask like, okay, is there something you're trying to control here, Shannon? Or yeah. do you feel like you're losing control of something? And the answer yes, consistently yes, control was at the root of the problem. How do we release
2: control to God? How do we do that? How do we let, you know, a lot of times I pray, I say, God, you are my boss. God, you are the king. You are the Lord. You are my teacher. You are, your number one. And I just remind him that I place you in the highest place above all else uh, as a prayer. But mm-hmm. our, I mean, how do we do that? How do we let go of that control?
1: Right. Well, I think first of all is recognizing that core. Like if we don't recognize it, I never got traction with my anger until I started seeing control as a problem, um, as a sin, a sin Mm -hmm. problem, because I was trying to play God. Nobody plays God and does a very good job of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was trying to play God and God isn't okay with it either. Um, and so like in you know our listeners there might be some who are like well I don't have anger issues but maybe for you it's anxiety or it's like perfectionism Mm -hmm. like we talked about in an earlier show Um, those are like our dashboard indicators and they and so when those are lighting up I think that's when we need to recognize controls the problem but you know you ask how do we how do we give up control to God well oftentimes for me it's not what happens in that moment, that's as important as backing up to the moments like you described um, Mm -hmm. and meditating on the truth, the fact Mm -hmm. that God is in control. Like, we need to open our Bibles more. We need to look at, you know, the events that were unfolding in the Bible and recognize, like, look at, you know, my book, Control Girl, I looked at the lives of seven controlling women. Mm -hmm, And like mm -hmm. we get this bird's-eye view in their lives and we can recognize oh man, god had it all under control he really was managing all of the details um, but like for instance Rachel is one of my women and she's yeah. like pacing in front of an empty crib she's trying so hard to have a baby and it's out of her control and she's mad and she's trying to control all the other people around her and she's anxious but God had it all under control right he did. And oh, so he did. I think I think yeah so taking a step back and understanding God's role in our world. He is sovereign. He is in control. And we can rest in that. I think that has been most helpful to me in being able to surrender in the small moments of mm-hmm. the day. Um, it's getting that bigger picture of who God is and the, the ways that he is in control. If he's in control, that means I don't have to be. There,
2: there's actually a comfort in that. There's a real freedom mm-hmm. and a release in that. Like, God, this
1: is yours yeah, there's security in that. Mm -hmm. There's hope in that. You know, he's working all things together for good. Like that's the end of the story, right? So there's hope and there's joy. Uh, There's so much joy in surrendering the things I can't control to God. So hope, security, peace, joy, these are all the fruits Mm -hmm. of letting God be God instead of me trying to play God.
2: Well, we're going to have to cut it right there. Why don't you say a 20 second prayer for us? Help us to release that.
1: Mm. lord i pray that you would help us to recognize that we are not god and you are help us to surrender uh, our lives the real little parts of our lives and the big happy ending that we're hoping for lord, help us to just bundle that all together and lay it at your feet and surrender uh, recognizing that you are in control thank you father amen Amen.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Shannon Popkin. You have helped us today. We are choosing to surrender to the Lord. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org, and you can learn to pray pray more. Let's pray together. I want to uncomplicate your faith, jump on this journey to live life daily in God's presence. So go to jennifer-jackson.org. And if you want to learn more about Shannon, it's shannonpopkin.com. That's right, shannonpopkin.com. Well, you have been listening to Simply for Women.
1: We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith.